Police have now officially confirmed the identity of Friday morning's fatal collision as 29-year-old Amber Bianca Martinez of East End, a doctor with the Health Services Authority. According to the initial reports, Dr. Martinez's car caught fire after leaving the roadway around 6 a.m. Friday morning. The matter is under investigation. Police extend condolences to the family and friends of the deceased. Police this morning say about 7 a.m. officers responded to a report of a man found unresponsive outside an address off South Church Street in Georgetown. The 50-year-old man was pronounced dead, and authorities were making efforts this morning to contact the family of the deceased. We're told the matter is under investigation tonight. Tourism Minister the Honorable Kenneth Bryan says Cayman is on the right track when it comes to growth in air arrivals. All the predictions are that our airline capacity for 2023 and the number of seats that are coming to the Cayman Islands are expected to be at least at 2019, and some speculations that we will be further than that um, by the first quarter of next year, which is great, great news. On Radio Cayman's For the Record this morning, Mr. Bryant said in terms of bookings, Cayman is already up 1% over the fourth quarter 2019 numbers, projections which appear to align with what the industry is seeing locally in terms of bookings. As to the cruise tourism industry, Mr. Bryant says we are making progress, but we won't see 2019-type numbers due to Carnival and Royal Caribbean's transition to larger ships. They are not willing to tender those big ships. Those big ships goes up to 7,000 or more people on each ship. Um, and in order to offload and unload that amount of people within a short eight-hour period, you practically take up 50% of the time offloading and unloading. So, and, their mo- and their business model, it wasn't uh, conducive for them to do so. So a number of calls have been dropped um, for, for Cayman for 2023 and 2024. The minister says this equates to about a 20% reduction in cruise calls and bodies in the Cayman Islands when compared to 2019. No cruise ships in port today, by the way, but tomorrow we are expecting the arrival of three cruise ships. Norwegian Sky with 2,350 passengers and crew, MSE Seashore with 6,646, and Disney Fantasy with 4,000. Wednesday, we're looking at a two-ship day with Carnival Horizon at 3,936 people on board and Royal Caribbean's Liberty of the Seas with 4,400 on board. The Cayman Islands will be represented at the Fort Lauderdale International Boat Show. Radio Cayman's Felicia Rankin-Solens has the details. Teams from the Ministry and Department of Tourism, the Cayman Islands Shipping Registry, and the Cayman Islands Angling Club will head over to the 63rd Annual Fort Lauderdale International Boat Show to diversify our island's domestic tourism product by marketing to high net worth individuals who attend this event. The Department of Tourism's exhibition booth, which will be a shared space with the CI Angling Club, will take an integrated marketing approach showcasing Cayman's water sports offerings, focusing on sport and recreational fishing. The intention is to expand awareness of what the Cayman Islands has to offer to sport fishing enthusiasts while promoting our islands as a premier sports fishing location and a luxury vacation destination that is just one hour away from the city of Miami. While in Florida, both ministry officials will meet with key players in the sport fishing world, including executives of the Bonnier Corporation, the largest outdoor publication company in the USA, in the Bite magazine and marine artist and established influencer in the international sport fishing community, Carrie Chen. The Cayman Islands Shipping Registry will also host its own booth, showcasing the benefits of vessel registration within the Cayman Islands. For Radio Cayman News, I'm Felicia Rankin-Solins. The boat show takes place from the 26th through the 30th of October.
As you've heard throughout the day today here on Radio Cayman, activists against domestic violence and bullying will be taking to the busy streets of Georgetown tomorrow for the 22nd annual Silent Witness March. The objective of this initiative is really and truly to raise awareness about domestic violence and impact the impact that it has on, you know, um, victims and survivors, as well as just the overall family and community. It's an exercise in which we're able to really understand um, a victim or survivor's journey and in a way put ourselves in their shoes by walking silently. Family Resource Center Clinical Supervisor Charmaine Miller tells Radio Cayman beginning at 3.30 p.m., Demonstrators will walk in silence from the Government Administration Building to Constitution Hall. The journey symbolizes the role legislators, law enforcement, and the courts play in the support and protection of victims and survivors of domestic violence. This year's theme is Everyone Knows Someone, and so the theme of in, in of itself is very straightforward. It strives to highlight how common domestic violence is and that it is more than just physical violence. The 22nd Annual Silent Witness March takes place tomorrow beginning at 3.30 p.m. The public is encouraged to participate in the march and to wear purple in solidarity for those who are affected by domestic violence and bullying within our community. If you'd like to find out more information, visit frc.gov.ky. A charity soiree for the birds this week. This Wednesday night is our all-female cocktail soiree that we do every October, part of our uh, fundraising efforts for the uh, Breast Cancer Foundation here at the Cayman Islands. It's slightly a sort of more informal, a laid-back ladies-only event that they can come out, uh, let their hair down, have a little bit of fun, uh, enjoy some uh, delicious little hand-tossed canapes, and uh, have a nice glass of bubbles and delicious cocktails all while uh, having fun and raising money for a good cause. Owner-partner at The Bird, Devin Clark, says it is essential to provide help to organizations such as the Breast Cancer Foundation, which has been so committed to the people of the islands. It is something the foundation's chief administrator, Jeanette Fitzgerald, appreciates. The Bird, they've been absolutely phenomenal um, in uh, not just raising awareness, but raising cash for us over the last few years. Um, and they've got the event uh, coming up. So all the money that is raised... Um, by the team at The Bird will go to uh, our wellness program. And the wellness program is supporting women and, and several men, but mainly women, uh, going through their breast cancer treatment. The event is this Wednesday at 7 at The Bird at 7 Mile Shops. Tickets are $25 and men are welcome to join after 10 p.m. and are encouraged to make a donation upon entry. As Elmsley Memorial Church marks its 100th anniversary, a couple of special events are planned. Evelyn Rocket is a member of the organizing committee. We'll be unveiling the plaque, which we'll be rededicating the building, the sanctuary, for yet another 100 years. We're actually going to place a time capsule inside of that monument. We are very, very excited about this, and we just want everyone to come out. This is a part of our history. Ms. Rocket says the unveiling and dedication will be at 4 p.m. this Sunday, and a banquet is being held on Saturday at 6.30 p.m. at the Lions Center. You can get tickets for that at Alex Variety Store, l Tires, and Godfrey Enterprise, as well as Diver Supply. That is your latest local news from Radio K-Man's Newsroom. I'm April Cummings. It's been a weekend of competition for Cayman cyclists at the 2022 Caribbean Championships in Santo Domingo in the Dominican Republic. President Daniel Cummings. We have two athletes competing. Victor Magalis, who is our under 23 athlete, and Kevin Connolly, who is our elite men athlete. Victor is an experienced athlete. He's competed in 
a lot of, of championships, most recently the Commonwealth Games. And Kevin is on the team by virtue of him being this year's the 2022 national champion, which we just held our, our national championships for the first time in July. So they're the athletes attending. We have a great team. These guys are, you know, they've been training hard and, and, and really are, we're psyched for this event. So in the Dominican Republic, we were competing in two events, the individual time trial, so basically a race against the clock. You know, every man kind of sets out and you do a set distance. It was miles or, or just a little over 30 kilometers. Victor did really well, placing fifth in the under 23 division and gaining valuable UCI points, which are the the world body. They assign points to riders and they get ranked based on that. So getting points for a small nation is actually really important and, and really a great achievement. And Kevin in his first international event placed 10th overall in the elite men. So the 10th fastest in the Caribbean, which is again, quite, quite an achievement for them. That was Saturday. Then it was on to Sunday, the road race. Daniel takes us through it all. There were 67 riders from all over the Caribbean and the pace started really, really fast, you know, averaging between 28 and 30 miles an hour plus through three laps. Unfortunately, there was a crash on the fourth lap, which, which took out Kevin. So that, that ended his day prematurely, which, which was you know, really disappointing for him. But Victor carried on and you know, ended up doing really well, placing, I think, 10th in, in the under 23 as well, 10th or 11th. So, you know, really, really solid showing against, you know, the, some of the best riders in the Caribbean and Central America. So it's really a good achievement for the guys and, you know, really exciting end to the year for our international racing calendar. So we'll have a lot more next year. We're, you know, we're looking to build our national team and, and really kind of bring, bring cycling back to the forefront. So, you know, stay tuned for, for way more news on cycling. Cayman Cycling's Daniel Cummings there. Seven losses, one win. The America's Netball World Cup qualifiers in Jamaica haven't been the easiest for Cayman's netballers. But Coach Janet Letman says the experience is important to their development. She says our girls haven't been on the world stage for a long time, so they haven't been able to experience this type of competition. And the more they do this or play games with different countries on higher levels, the more they will understand how vital their training is preseason and post. The coach also told local media there is always something to be learned. She said instead of describing the experience as disappointment, she says it's important to note they fought hard for most of the games and learned about different concepts, especially psychology. For example, when you're out, you're down and how to pick yourself back up again. She says while they're sad to see the competition end, it's been a good experience for them overall. For Radio Cayman Sports, I'm April Cummings.